0: Welcome to Open Mind Industries podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 98 of The Mind Unleashed. As we always do, look us a shout out to our supporters, first one's left the ride sharing app. Use the code TMUP, I believe, for $5 off uh, your first couple rides of Lyft if you're a new Lyft subscriber. I'm sorry they don't have a few more, but. You know, it is what it is. Uh, also, check out 3D Scan the CAD. 3D Scan it does 3D scanning services for automotive, personal, cosplay, stuff like that. Check him out at 3D Scan to CAD on Instagram, Facebook, etc. Uh, amazing, amazing dude. Met up through him through Facebook. Pavel is an awesome, awesome dude. He can be pretty much at any shop uh, within the Florida area if you need him. Uh, his quotes or his pricing starts at $100 per hour. Or, yeah, $100 per hour uh, for part stuff like that. He does amazing and works, so definitely check him out. Uh, links will be down below. Uh, who else? Who else? Please check out Strum & Law. Strum & Law does a USPTO and trademarking. If you're looking to get your brand off the ground, I know a lot of people have starting their own businesses and trying to get this shit done correctly. Check out Strum & Law. Links are down in the description. He is one of the best honest to goodness trademark attorneys. So if you're looking to keep your brand legit, get it off the ground, and really cover your ass in, you know, the best legal way, Check out stromanlaw.com. I cannot recommend him enough. Uh, also, uh, who else? Is that it? I believe that's it. Uh, hey guys, welcome to episode 98. Uh, it has been a long fucking time. I missed you all. It has been a bit. I've wanted to do Up Past Midnight. It's been over, going to be about two months now since we've recorded that. Um, that's a whole another shindig. Um, Del's going through her own thing, so hopefully we can get back on track with that, but I don't know, so... You know, it, we're taking a bit of a hiatus there. There's a lot of things going on with her, and uh, I want to get back to geeking out, but this podcast is not about that. So, just want to give you guys a heads up what's going on there. If you're looking like, hey, where the hell's the podcast? Well, the other one, still on a hiatus. Do I miss chatting with her? Absolutely. But we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, sometimes you just need a break. And, uh, you know, podcast is podcasting. Anyway, in this episode, uh, we are going to be talking about how the hell mine got started. I've been getting a lot of emails, texts from friends wanting to get into 3D printing and starting a business and shit like that and how did it all become? Why did I do what I did? Um what does my business partner have to do with anything? What why? what the hell? Um so this is gonna be a no bullshit realistic view of what the hell I did right, what the fuck I've done wrong, um tips and tricks and stuff like that. I did make an outline, so you know, sit with me for this one. Uh it may not be up your alley, but hey man, if you're trying to get your shit off the ground and you want to know what I did right, what I did wrong, you know, I got plenty of shit, what I did right, what I did wrong, uh, so, you know, how did Oh My get started, this is my first question to myself, uh, what was the game plan, you know, what was the future, so, you know, how did I get started, we pretty much, me and John Elose, my business partner who I haven't spoken to in many, many months, a couple years now, he's on call if I need him, and um, the reason why I really haven't really spoken to John, because John's doing his own shit, um, um, John was my lead over at Terminator 2 3D, and he was finishing up his degree at uh, UCF, and we started talking. Um, but how it all began, for those who already kind of know, or those who don't know, it all began through John coming outside. There was a family, you know, the kid was going through hell. Um, they came up, they were using Gold Gap. The Gold Gap Pass for Universal is like a special freaking pass to get you to the front of the line. In order to get it, you need to be in serious condition or just, you know, uh, something of that nature. Um, you know, going through surgeries or what have you. It, it, it's up to Universal to make that call. Um, so what happened was John came out. We started jamming. I'm doing, you know, working the greater position over Terminator. And... You know, we start talking, man. I, I, I felt what the kid was going through. I saw the AFOs. What AFOs are? They go on your leg. It's a piece of fucking plastic that locks onto your leg. It's like a, it's like a foot cuff that's supposed to straighten out your foot. Over time, it fucking hurts. I used to wear them when I was younger because my feet were so fucking, you know, weird looking. Uh my toe, my big toes are like. Yeah, under like pinballs like that. I'm not scared to show my people my feet, but they go ah, and I'm like, but oh yeah, my fucking toes. My big toes are like yeah, and people are like Yeah and I'm like ah, what the fuck ever. It's my feet. You you don't look perfect either. Um, uh, that's just my thing. But we start talking to that doctor about his his chair and how much that costs and shit. And I knew what the family was going through, man. It was a lot of fucking work. And he must be on surgery number or whatever. And we start talking and jamming because I understood what they were going through. And my only positive words to him were, hey, man, you know, just keep going. It's uh, fucking your friends will find you. People will find you. Just keep going. Keep living. Uh, life's going to get hard. You're going to have some suicide, suicidal tendencies like I have. I've spoken about my own depression and stuff like that. Uh, it does get better. For those who are going through it, it does get better. But you need to be willing to get yourself out of that fucking hole. It's you, nobody else can get you out of that hole. You have to look at the positives to over you know, overcome the negatives. Um and me and John started talking, man, about the, you know, crutches and chairs and why shit costs so much. And then I was like, you know, I have this goal for this crutch and this idea and maybe we can make it lighter and cheaper. Um a lot of the medical equipment now, you know, I'm big for right-to-repair now because right-to-repair has been fucking the industry. For everybody from computer manufacturing, if you know Lewis Rossman from Rossman Repair Group, I follow him a lot, watch a lot of his repair videos. He is a big advocate for right-to-repair and his Tech Tips and all these people, and I'm a big advocate for right-to-repair myself. I can't afford to uh, donate to it, but I will fucking advocate for it right for fully It's affecting the 3D printing, the making community. And we'll talk about that in another video, because that's a whole another fucking shindig on what the manufacturers are doing to the 3D printing community. They're really locking it down to, oh, you need to use our shit or our shit only. And no, that's not how it works. Uh, I've got a laser cutter here that, you know, if it wasn't for the cohesion 3D board and being a China board, I totally fucking was able to wipe everything and put a new board in and now able to use a lot more different software that's a lot more good than the shit that came with it. Um, sorry, I haven't shaved in a couple of days and, and just being me. Um, but yeah, that's a big thing there. You know, we just thought about like, hey, you know, what would be an idea? Like, what should we, you know, I want to start a small business. Let's try something. Let's do something. And then it kind of became like, you know, we, to, we went to CityWalk and I kind of went to talk to them. And we had lunch and we went to see a movie. And then uh, we talked about crutches and we talked about ideas and, and things like that. And that's where, you know, 3 uh, printers came in, the key, and then the back magnetic piece key came be which I'm still working on. Uh, that's a whole other shindig within itself. And it's like, I'm still, like, sketching shit out for that. I've designed a few of them. And, okay, it worked. Okay, it didn't work. Um, building shit costs money. Making shit costs money. It's not like everybody's like, oh, let's give you free cash. There's no such thing as free money. There's no such thing as free grants. So let me put that out there first. If you're looking to start a phone business... Or, you know, a thing. Make sure you know what your goal is. Make sure you know where your money's going. Um, you're not going to be quitting your fucking day job. So, I know some people that are like, I'm running a business. Are you really not running a business? Like Lewis Rothman has said plenty of times, it's how you treat your business. You're treating it professionally. You don't need a fucking shop. You don't need a thing. You could have a shed working out of your shed. My buddy does make effects artistry. He's got a shop in his backyard. How he treats his business is how he treats his business. It's very professional. His clients are his clients. His home life is his home life. Everybody's treated beautifully and shit like that. Lewis Ruffin has said that in a lot of his videos. I'll see if I can post a link to that. Uh, How do you treat, you know, what what, what is the business? And that's the thing that I didn't know until now. It's been about a couple years now. We've been about six years in and like, what do you have to show for? it? Quite a lot. Uh, Financially, not that fucking much because I'm in debt. And I will say that that will be another thing. Um, the debt's my problem, but not yours. Um, how the fuck am I getting out of it? I decided for a consolidation company. The house and shit that I live in now, as a whole, shindig with it. So I spoke about my debt. Um, I let like, credit cards pile up when they shouldn't have piled up. I didn't have the money when I needed to. So now I'm trying to get out, and I'm still behind. I'm behind by a lot of money. Like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get out of it. Um... And I had Discover Card threaten me, you know, with that. And to call me, well, you know, we're gonna, you know. And I had two people t- online. I'm like, listen, I know somebody else is listening. I know there's three people listening to this, but I'm not terrified of you. You don't scare me. <laughs> you can take what you want from me, but you're not gonna get a blood from the fucking stone. Like, dude, how are you gonna scare me when I'm not scared? You know, stick me in jail. You know, $8,000 doesn't seem like a lot to many people. Like, pff, dude, I'm fucking like forty eighty thousand dollars $80,000 in debt. My one friend goes, How many, how much are you behind? And I said, Well I'm I'm totaled at this. And he goes, Oh, that's nothing. I'm like, Yeah, for me it's a lot, because I don't work a full time job and all this shit and disability and all this shit. So please know when you start a business, factor your losses and your gains, you know. Can I afford to do this? What tools do I need? Where do I see this going in the future? These are some questions you should be asking yourself. Game plan? Yeah. What do you want to see? What do you see going in the next year? Okay. It's going to take you probably two to three years to figure out what the fuck finally you are. What is Open Mind Industries? What is Open Mind Industries? How did that name come to be? The name came to be, uh, I wanted to call it Handicrap. Uh, Michael Pernescu, who's done my logo and shit like that, who's a brother and dear friend of mine, redid um, our first logo. I still have the original copy of it. And we based it off the flux capacitor and shit like that. Let me turn on the other light. Uh, Computer. Computer. Turn on bedroom lights. There we go. I got two of the Philips hues. So. I sat with him and I said, hey man, I have an idea. I told John the name. John's like, "Ah, I don't like the name handy crap. I, 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 I think it's funny. But my mom sat there and went. no no no. because my mom always told me she's like listen you know small head big ideas but what if you go into a fucking meeting with you know your pitch or your thing or your product that you've been working on and they don't take it seriously how the fuck do they market it how do they push it out how does i just medline or i'm just naming companies that are real companies but i'm not trying i'm no way affiliated i'm just giving real names that you know how do, you know, um, Make-A-Bot, all these companies, you show them a 3D model or thing that, you know, hey, we need this produced. And then mass, how do we do it? How do we get it into the hands of consumers that need to use for medical uses or able body uses? And uh, so I sat there on GoDaddy and I looked up the main name. I don't know how, like, the name can be. And I thought about mind, 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 open mind. I knew industries was a thing, so let me try open mind industries. Handicraft wasn't a thing. Handicraft actually was already taken by a guy who I looked up and emailed, and it was for, like, helping to disable whatever. I forget the whole shindig of what the hell it was. Email them. I was like, hey, man, do you mind if I purchase your domain? No, I don't want to give it up or whatever like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I went to GoDaddy because GoDaddy was super cheap and I know a Steve Austin show. That's why I actually got the discount from the Steve Austin show. Stone Cold Steve Austin has his own podcast. And it was like, oh, if you sign up for GoDaddy for like this, you know, you get it for like whatever for the year. You get web hosting plus a domain for next to nothing. My stupid ass, and I will say this, you don't need to do this. Um, So I ended up typing in the name, Open Mind Industries. Loved it. Bought it. I was like, okay. Told my mom the name. I'm like, what do you think about open industries? And she says, I like it. Told John, I like it. Told Michael, I like it. So, we're officially all mine. I still own a domain. We're trademarked with a new domain. That's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that in just a couple seconds. Um, the one thing I did, the one thing I would never do, is if you're branching your company out to multiple things, .net, .org, if you're doing an organization, um. Just know what you need to buy, because it can get very pricey on buying the demands. They think each one, depending on their the popularity, can be anywhere from I think nine dollars to twenty dollars. My mom's home. If you hear that, I'm sorry. Um, she's very loud. Um. Uh, nine dollars to twenty dollars. Yeah, in that range. I'm now with um, Squarespace, which the website is not up. So for those wondering, where the hell did the website go? Not many people were going to the website. It was our landing page, but not many people were using it. It's more or less people are using the LinkedIn, the Instagram, and the Facebook page. they're more or less, a, clients can get a hold of me through either one. And I'm like, what? What's the point? Plus, budget was tight this year. So I'm like, with COVID being a thing, and I'm like. I don't have the money for I don't have the money for this. So what I did was I bought the domain. I keep renewing our domain and your domain you can have it as long as you want, as long as your shit's correct where you live. That all has to be correct. Where you live with your actual name so that somebody wants to buy your domain, and they can get a hold of you. Um But I I prefer Squarespace. I've been trying to have Squarespace help us out, but uh yeah, we don't make enough numbers for them to even want to fucking sponsor us why not Squarespace? I'm asking you, why not? What the fuck? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Honestly, you're like, this episode is scrunched by Squarespace. I, I can't even be sponsored by Squarespace, and I've been using them for a couple years. Um, I'd recommend if you're going to use Squarespace, use Honey, the uh, thingy, because I was able to get it for like $100 for the year, so that was pretty flipping good. Um, but I really wish you would scrunch me, Squarespace. I'm not trying to hate on you, but love using your web service. It's great, but come on, help a brother out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I ended up uh, buying all the domains for no fucking reason. So I sat on, sat on, what's the Openmind.com, Openmind.net, org. I bought all the domains because I, I didn't want anybody else having it. Stupidest fucking decision I could have made. So don't don't ever do that. Buy the .com, keep the .com. Don't worry about it. Um. So know, know those basic things. Know where you're going. Get your shit set up. Know your mission goal. And your plan, know that, know, know that ahead of time. What are you investing into? What are you doing? Okay. What equipment do you need? Okay. Now that you know that, how much you want to invest? How do you plan on making that return? Um, that could be you're making goods and services. That could be uh, you're going out advertising. You're asking for crowdfunding, etc. Now, how we got our funding, because uh, we were broke, and I was working a part-time job, John was going to school, and I wanted to make some prototypes, and starting to make something, uh, is I went to GoFundMe, and I said, yeah, let's do a GoFundMe, let's, let's, let's get this started, so I put it out there to press some friends, and said, hey, here's the idea, here's the goal, here's the plan, uh, I got so many names to say, Robert Reyes, Dan and Martha, uh, Mark Matthews, uh, Pernesco, uh, Joe Telbu, Aunt Colleen, Carol, Fucking, I think the list goes on. I think we've had over like 20 to 40 donators growing some big fucking cash. By the end of it, was 400 and something change. Um, and that was how I got. we got the funding. That's how we got the funding to start the website, how we got to get some product, how we got to get some shit. Um, and if you would have told me that I would be doing 3D printing and research and development, podcasting, out of this whole thing to help other people out and look for better medical services... Fuck, you'd be like... If you could told Ali this like five years ago? I wouldn't have believed you. wouldn't have believed you. So that's it. All that all went. Um, I threw the idea out there. Friends said, do it. Do your thing. If it makes you happy, do it. Um, and I tried to pay back people tenfold. You know, I was like, I can't ever repay some of these people... They didn't give a shit about that. I even told them, I said, hey man, I... Uh, oh, Judith, sorry I forget your name, but you're not on social media anymore. Um, I talked to all these people, gave them the idea, and told them what I was doing, what the game plan was. And I've repaid some of that in tenfold. I've helped out people that needed my assistance. Some people that needed projects done, some people that are like, hey man, I, I... We have an idea, we don't know how to do it. What are you thinking? Um, do you know anybody? So, I tried to do what I can to repay people back. Pernesco, uh, Michael Pernesco, who built the logo, uh, that was designed out of his own heart, so I wish i to give him love and respect for that because when he built the first one, then when he unfortunately got you know terminated from Universal for some bullshit, but Michael's doing much better than we are now. He's, make, he's making good money now where he's at. Um, he ended up making the new logo, and he's the one that sat down with me and said, what is your company? What is the game plan down the road? Where do you see... Oh, am I? And I know he kept pushing that in my throat. Not like hard, like physically. He goes, the logo he didn't like, and he didn't like the flex capacitor in the squad. It meant it meant nothing to the the brand or the idea. And he goes, what? What is the goal? You think your goal is this, 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 and this? You want to make something for? You want to keep researching something? You want to make a better crutch? You want to make a better tip? You want to make something that somebody else can print somewhere else? Now, with three D printing being a thing. That's what I was thinking. I, was, I, I had to explain myself the other day to somebody. And they're like, what is the, your goal? Like, what is your end goal? And so there is no end goal. The end goal is to have a multiple line of things that people can either print in another country or whatever. Because 3D printers are now becoming the norm. And maker shops, what have you. And a lot of companies are getting really cheaper with their medical equipment, such as Crutch Tips, Crutch Is, uh, which I need to walk. Um, you know, wheelchairs, stuff like that. Stupid small components that you need to break that uh, otherwise you can just throw it in the trash because uh, there aren't anything. And I was talking to somebody the other day, a part broke on his chair. And he called the company up and they said, hey, but well, we don't make that anymore. You need to uh, either order a new chair or we'll have one ordered for you or whatever. We don't make that component anymore. Stupid part. It was like a spring or something. Luckily... The MDF or the, the maker formed. I'm on also. Somebody is a machinist. They do machine work like they do with metal. So they were able to go. Wait a minute. What broke? And he looked at it and are taking. He's like took photos and he's like looking at it and going. I can actually create that spring. I got something here in the shop. I, we have a few springs. Let me see if I can cut something or make something like that. Let me see if I can find you something. So with that guy's volunteered effort, he was able to fix a save this guy's chair. Because this guy is on fixed income, etc., etc. That is my dream. That is my goal. That I don't have to worry about uh, running to a manufacturer and going, oh my god, they don't make this anymore. Which they don't. They don't make them like they I keep telling everybody, they don't make them like they used to. The crutch tips are much different and shit like that. Um, you know, the crutches are much more shittier because they're made in China. And I'm not knocking China one bit. It's just the manufacturing of companies that are, you know, they'll last you, but your crutches are meant to last you more than two years. So, we yeah, I'm meeting, I don't look like a normal person, I'm a 35 year old dude. It's pretty agile and shit like that, so I'm balancing off of them, I'm kicking off of them. Crutches that I have now will only last me about probably two, two months if I'm lucky. I was switching out to another grip, or another. Rip, or sorry crutch tip i don't know, I keep saying grip i'm thinking about the hand grips that i made from ninja flex um uh they'll last you about that long i mean it depends on the the where you're walking and stuff like that i even have to carry a knife at work little pocket knife to cut my crutch tips because they wear down so fucking quick on all the gravel the concrete and i ended up having to get clearance from work because they're like you can't bring a knife with you i'm like i'm not gonna stab anybody this is to make in group indentations in my fucking group and i was showing them like listen man my crutches like they they get so because it's so blistering here in florida that's another thing we'll talk about um uh they get so blistering hot in florida it can hit 101 200 and fucking 20 degrees here especially during the hot peak times of four to three o'clock my shoe melted to the goddamn ground uh one time i was talking to a neighbor real quick because i was walking and my neighbor stopped talking to, talk to me real quick and you know just kind of hey man how you doing whatever whatever And I remember we were sitting there for nearly about two, three minutes talking, and my shoe felt kind of tacky. And I went to pick my damn sole up, and my shoe was actually melting to the blacktop. That's how hot the blacktop was. It was melting my damn sole. I did not know that. Uh, you can actually cook an egg on the damn road here. That's how hot it gets. Arizona, Texas. Also, you can do the damn same thing. California, I don't think you can. I know Arizona, you can definitely do it. I know, I know Texas, you can Cause my friend lives in Texas and did it. Uh, and I know in Afghanistan and, and Egypt and all that shit, you can do it there too. And thing. But, um, you know, that, that's, that's the goal. Uh, sorry. We're just getting a thing. I'm playing a, playing a jack of a box tonight. Um, that's the goal. Like it is it, to make a product that or an idea to send to a maker's place to save people money and that's kind of where i'm at. i'm at like you know what is oh my oh my it's an rd research and development and media company the media because i'm doing podcasting and gaming and stuff like that gaming means so much to me because it's a mental thing and i want people who are disabled and mental elements to play and have fun and explore the world but they don't know how i told myself all my is bigger than me. It is. Um, I hope to, it grows in its own capacity. It's grown bigger than I ever thought it would be. It's not just a research and development um, media company. It's, it's, it's you know, when I have to put it on for the taxes, it's 3D printing and R&D and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so what do you do? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, I, I, I make parts or I'm researching. What are you researching? Uh, material and, and time and stuff like that, and this and this. Okay, well, how much did you make this year? I didn't make much because you know it's the economy, and blah blah blah. Okay, if you made $25,000, then you owe us some money, but if you didn't make that, you're fine. That's why I found out. I talked to our tax person here in uh, in uh, Florida who's in my county, uh, uh two, 123 of Mind Street. Um, and he helped me out a lot. He said, don't be scared. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to scream at you. He goes, what did you make? How much? you know, what do you do? We just need you on file. And I'm like, okay. So I did. Uh, next thing I would do. Once you know uh, the game plan, the idea, what, how much money you're putting into your investing, into your business, where do you plan on getting funding? Where do you plan on setting up a shop? Maybe you set it up at home. Uh, if you have a shop or another makerspace, some people actually offer makerspaces. I know somebody who here in Florida offered me um, a maker spot. I just couldn't pay the rent, and he goes, "Oh, we can, we can we can work out rent. We can work out rent." And I said, "I I can't even afford to pay you like fifty bucks a month for a spot." Um, so I said, "Let me just stay at home. You know, and we'll do it that way." <laughs> and a lot of my friends who webs makerspaces and they their hooked. Own- Businesses have their shops in their houses or their extended house. They have warned me, said, Hey man, be careful with getting a shop. It's so much harder to maintain unless you're making good money to maintain for upkeep, uh, power, etc., etc., water and storage, uh, you know, stuff like that. Make sure you know. And I know a few of my friends have shops and they're like, It's just expensive to upkeep. And, you know, if you can work from home, work from home. Um, A lot of my friends have, um, they, Either add it on a, a shop in the back of the house, which is a good-sized shop, where they're able to do their casting, molding, whatever they do. Go to their cons, sell what they got to sell, sell the product, whatever they got going to do, um, and stuff like that. So know, know, know those factors. Know what you're planning on putting in. Know the name. Uh, and know, sit down with yourself or your business partner or whatever and say, here's where I see us going. Here's where I'd like to go. Okay, walk down that road carefully. There'll be no reason to run. There's no reason to run. There's no reason to fucking spadoodle. Um, Everybody wants to invest, 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 invest. The problem is you're probably not going to see your investment come back for the next couple years. Don't be stupid like me and just keep putting money on credit card, putting money on credit card, money money on credit card. If you can't pay the shit back, uh, like I said, my shit is more deeper than usual. But oops, sorry, my head was really flaky today uh, Even I wash my face. I don't know why. Um, if you can't pay the shit back, don't 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 spend it if you don't got it. And I wish I lied. Wish I knew about this national debt relief sooner. If somebody is a tax person or better, let <laughs> me up. I'd be glad to get some advice on what the fuck to do next, because I'm sitting there going, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Um, and I'm still wondering. I'm still wondering if bankruptcy is the best thing to do or whatever. I don't know. Uh, everybody says don't do a bankrupt because you can't really go bankrupt with what you got, but I just want I just want my plate to, my plate to be clean. It's COVID and all this shit's been going on and it's it's just with no no end in sight. Um, but know what you can invest and don't don't rush it. Don't rush it. Sit down with your partner, your friend, whoever you're doing it with, and say, here's where we see where we're going. Here's our game plan. Let's move on gradually. Work on one project at a time. See where it goes. Uh, don't invest into something. I like the thing that Adam Savage said the other day for his thing. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, uh, your tools. Like for me, it's the three D printer, the laser cutter, the programs, the computers that I need. Uh, the software is number two, and all this shit. Uh, buy the cheap stuff first. See how it improves your productivity and stuff like that. Then. Then invest into the programs you're going to need, like SolidWorks, like ZBrush, like all this shit.
1: Um, that I know I have
0: the Oculus Quest 2, which friends of mine invested, helped me invest into because we're like, what are you going to do with it? Not only do you want to play games, but gaming on it also is good for my health, too, because I can get my ass up and move. Um, But also VR sculpting is a fucking thing to take it into modeling, which is really, really cool, which you can't do in... You know, 2D space. Um, it's, it's amazing. Um, but once you know those things, what are we going to call ourselves? First of all, what the hell are we? What's our game plan? Stuff Like that. How much do we invest? How much do we want to make back in return? Know that your investment in return it's probably not going to come back. You probably won't see that for the next couple of years. I'm not even joking. Um, and I've had friends that have told me that, friends that run some legit businesses, you know flea markets etc uh one of my friends said he didn't him and his wife didn't see return until like five or six years they didn't see they were still like they were breaking even most of the time they were you know they would go out and they would pick shit up from a buyer or whatever and they would go and they would do the thing they weren't broke but they were breaking even they weren't in debt they were just weren't they were breaking even because we saw a little bit of return but the return that we did get had to go into repairs or the car or uh, our tolls or whatever so we were talking about that and he goes that's one thing he would he would tell me is to know that you don't be going into business and going i want to make a lot of money i want to make a lot of money first thing people want to do is make become this fucking millionaire become jeff bezos become elon musk no it's not it's fucking elon almost had a fucking heart attack Almost went into a fucking deep depression. Uh, Jeff Bezos took him years to become what he is. And everybody's like, he doesn't pay enough taxes. Listen, I'm not speaking for what the fuck he does tax wise I just understand it. Uh, being a business plan, I, I, listen, you're gonna, if you're going to pay what you're needed to pay, no company's going to fucking, no company's going to pay more than what they're told to pay. No company's going to be like, I'll give you more. No. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of things, how, how, amazon's getting away with their shit because some people are like how are they getting away with it how they they're investing into the company which is investing into the return so you throw money into your company and you keep recycling it and that's what they're doing and people are like all these new programs and shit sure you don't mind the alexa you don't mind all this new storage data stuff it just keeps tumbling over they know how to keep that money flowing yeah their investments are this but they keep making that money so that's how that you know all these guys are you know yeah they're fucking loaded you know but they should be, you know, helping the world. Uh, listen, fuck, if you had that kind of money, would you be helping the world? Probably not. Let's be fucking honest. Let's be fucking honest. As one CEO said on Joe Rogan's thing, the more you give, the more they expect. And you can never stop giving. And this guy, he's doesn't, he donates half of his salary to charity and all this shit. But people are so fucking... He's realized people are so fucking greedy. You know? He goes, I give and I give and I give and I give. But they always want more. It never stops. They always want more. Because I'm doing well. I think I'm doing well. I am doing well, I guess. But people expect you to keep giving, giving, and giving, and giving. You know? And, 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 let me put it this way. If you're fucking making... $1,000 a week, okay, you made it, you your ass, I made $1,000 a week, now, you gotta give, you know, fucking 500 of that to somebody else, you know, every week, tax man, whatever, 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 and you gotta keep giving it and giving it and giving it, you know, it's hard, it's your money, when we, granted, that's how the, we, we work, we pay our taxes, and that's how roads are built, and, you know, unemployment's paid, and all this, your medical shit paid, but if you had to keep giving, and giving, and giving, and giving, you know, you'd be pretty fucking pissed, you know, and this what this guy was kind of saying, he's like, the more I give, the more is expected of me, and it's like, it never ends, you know, I, I, I try to do the best I can, I try to, do, I keep these people employed, I, I try to do the best I can, and all this shit, but where does it end? When, 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 yeah, I'm not fucking praised. I'm, you don't see me on... UFC, CNN, and in all these fucking places. Um, and the problem is, the more you make, the more they take. That's the one thing I always told when I first got a job. My uncle always told me, the more you make, the more they take. So... I got a friend who makes... 1.5 million a year. He works for... A good company. Big, big company. Not... An asshole or anything like that, this guy went from nothing to something. Many years in this company, got into this company worked his ass from the fucking bottom to the top. Uh, his job is to go around the countries and work with them and build, you know, some big parts for some big things. Um, I don't want to get the company name out because you guys will probably know what it is. It starts with a G. Um, it's not a car company, but it's a big company that, you know, Upstate New York is a big factory of it, but they make everything from fucking components to this, 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 this. but he came down a couple of years ago to Florida Coffee, and he doesn't really go on Facebook that much, so we don't really talk that much, but when he did, he was like, hey, I don't mean to bother you, but I um, said, so you work for Universal, I, I'm not asking for tickets, but we're looking to set up, I figured you'd be the first person, person to call, and I said, yeah, no, what's going on, how you doing? And uh, I thought to him I set everything up for him, and I said, you know, where would you like to stay? And he was like, you know, how, what's your budget? And he goes, well, you know, money is not really a thing right now. We're we're okay. Or their son has a disability, and uh, so they were wondering about a few things about the park and how they should set everything up. Nicest fucking people you'll ever meet, ever meet. Like they would give you the clothes off their back. That's how kind they are. You know, they're not like, oh, oh. no, not at all. Fucking kind, kind as could be. Um, I told them my situation where I was and stuff like that. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll come get you if you want. I'm like, okay, so I'll set up your day. I was like, do you want tickets? No, we don't really want tickets. Um, what do you recommend? How do we get to, you park and stuff like that? So I hooked them up with that shit. And, um, I realized, you know, like, fuck, they had the same problems that I fucking do. They're still afraid about money and shit. Because the kids are going to fucking school. And, and, you know, they have things. And he has to pay taxes. And he has to travel. And all this shit. And, you know, I was like, all that money and you're, you're still... You're still worried about fucking thing. God damn. More money, more problems, as Biggie would say. You know, so it's true. It doesn't matter how much you make. Problems come out of everywhere, but, you know, some people don't show it. Like I said, he makes $1.5 a year. I don't even know what the fuck he gets taxed, but god damn. Um, One of the nicest guys I could ever talk, you know, talk about. Because, like, never talked down to me. Never treated me. Always treated me as me, you know. Hey, how you doing? How's your mom doing? How's everybody going? Oh, yeah, we still live in that area. They they live up in upstate New York. So, I mean, they make some good fucking money. They got a nice house. But they're so generous, you know, with, 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 they know they're blessed. Like, he knows he's blessed. You know, he's like, oh, we're, 40. you know, we're very fortunate. We're very fortunate. I'm very fortunate. I started from here, went to here. He always talks about, I came from here, came from here. He never forgot what the fuck got him there. School got him there. School got him there. Then he went to the next person. He worked his ass off to get where he is. His wife ended up being a teacher and shit like that. And, um, you know, they end up starting a family, but, like, they're going through the same struggles that you you and I are, you know? What are we having for dinner? Like, what fucking debts do we need to pay? Oh, God, the house is fucking, we need to still pay that, you know? Okay, and, uh, someone says it's not doing too well, we need to help them out, you know? Mom and dad are kind of sick, you know? And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have to worry about fucking, like, food on the table or the car or, you know, whatever, but, uh, I know when he was here, he was super generous, like... I didn't lift the finger. He was like, Oh, you're coming to dinner. Like I was walking with them and I was dressed as myself and, you know, we're just talking, catching up meeting all those kids. And he goes to me, he goes, Oh, like, um, he goes, you're coming to dinner, right? I said, Oh, I, I can't afford that. He goes, I didn't ask if you could afford it. I asked if you could come to dinner. So we went to dinner and they took me to a, went to a nice restaurant that I picked out. I said, because they were like, what do you recommend? So I was like, let's try this. It's a good place, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's really enjoyed it. And then they're like, oh, are you coming to Disney with us? And I'm like, I don't have a Disney pass. Disney was paid for. Um, and it was just out of the kindness because he wanted to, number one, see who i me and talk to me and stuff like that, see how I was doing and stuff like that. And their trip turned out to be really good. And they were talking about like some of the stress that they were going through the year with their son and uh the medical stuff that they had to go through with him and just getting to Florida and all this shit and just hearing all the travel that he's been doing and uh we just really just talked, you know, about like just fucking life and what's been going on and then, you know, he he doesn't really know what's next in his life and you know, he's not ready to he's kinda of ready to he's ready for the well, he's ready for the wind down. He's so tired of, he was so tired of travelling. Um he's traveled the globe like fucking multiple times but he's like, I wanna just stop and just Stop. You know, he's like, well, I'll be fine with like fucking you know, doing nothing for a while. You know, um, so it was cool to talk with him and spend time with him and his family, and they were super lovely. They were like, you know, they all know, like he said, we're very fortunate. We're very fortunate. Um, they're not religious. Not very religious. You know, just real honest people. Uh, we're just very fortunate, and we like to help where we can, and we understand people aren't as fortunate as I am. So, um we talked about that and shit, but that's one thing, you know, that I like to say, you know, um, it's one thing, people need to know is, yeah, you know, all these business people, you think they're so fucking rich, and wealthy, and, and no, that's not how it works, you know, but that's the thing that I, I realized, is like, everybody wants to start a business, and make so much cash, and you will, in due time, it's going to take time, you really need, the game plan of this, this, and this, um, the one thing, I wish I'd done sooner, which I was terrified to do, Like I said, I bought the domains thinking they would protect me, which they do. They protect you. Fair. However, you still need to trademark your name, what your company does, etc., etc. You need to uh, trademark, which I recommend, honestly, guys, I I, I keep plugging him because he's an amazing guy. I had to call him recently again for my DBO. Uh, yeah, my DBO. I need to get a DBO for a bank account because I'm getting a bank account for OpenMind. I want to separate all my, my business expenses into its own account. I don't want to, when I do my taxes, I want to make sure it's all Perfect. Um, haven't had a problem yet. I haven't been audited because I haven't done anything wrong. I've, i i hired a fucking, um, hired a CPA on TurboTax. I think it was like an extra 200 bucks. I thought maybe this CPA would find something I didn't find. And they I get a little more money back. Not at all. The CPA hopped in on the video chat and looked at everything and was like, everything's correct. I'm like, are you sure? Because, like, did I miss anything? Uh, you know, and we talked about a few things and he was like, no, nope, everything's good. You're, you're set to go. That's what you're getting back. And, you know, um, you didn't make a, like, a net profit, so. I'm like, yeah, my book's in. He's like, well, you're filing for laws, so this is kind of what, you know, whatever. So I was like, what the fuck am I hiring you for? Why don't I just spend $200 extra for a person? He goes, well, you hired me for the convenience. So if shit does go awry for the IRS, you're covered. Um, so the one thing he did tell me to do was just, like, keep my materials in order, keep all this in order. Anything I do business-wise, like electricity stuff like that, um, put that inside. So make sure you're also your books are in order, like, to treat your business like a fucking business um you know like make sure your books are in order if you're filing your fucking taxes file them correctly um, there's no reason to hide your shit no reason to cook your books um pay your fucking taxes like because you know, if you don't know they're going to find out later in life um which all my taxes are in the computer and they're all backed up so i am set to go uh my dumbass, when i first did i didn't know to, to to really like have QuickBooks or QuickBooks is great. It's a little more expensive, but it, it it doesn't do everything for you to export it. It can go to a CPA. Um, I think this year I'm going to be hiring a CPA, CPA. Um. I don't know how much that's going to be. I know TurboTax. I feel like I like TurboTax. I like doing it myself, but I think the CPA, it's nice having an actual account to keep an eye on me and smack me in the head, <laughs> smack me in the head. Uh, hopefully we can figure out some shit. To gain me back some money to get me out of debt. Maybe that'd be great. Um, but if anybody wants to be my CPA, hey, I'm willing to plug your ass. Um, so I'd like to have her honest to go to the CPA. Um, uh, that can count on and call, like, hey, I need help. <laughs> uh, we can arrange maybe some stuff, but I don't know, theme park related. Maybe I can give you some help, theme park discounts. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like, make sure your books are in order, make sure that shit's all done. Um, turbo thing was fine if you like doing your own taxes that's fine i have not had a problem with using TurboTax. it's great the people there are awesome uh cpa thing was fine it was just more than i thought i was needed to spend i didn't know it and like i sat there and i was like why the fuck did i hire you if i did everything correct use it just for the peace of mind you, you did it for the peace of mind i'm like ah, i guess so god damn it i felt i felt gypped i felt gypped out of the 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 audit you know thing but um audit protection but i was like what the fuck i like i'm, I'm fine but i think this year i'm gonna hire actually gonna hire an actual account service that i can account over next year next year um that way um that way i can um you know just not to worry about that but the end of the year and just hand them my receipts and stuff like that also make sure to tax yourself so if you're doing it's, i learned from another friend's business uh daniel weiserberg who does cast he doesn't do cast anymore works for another he doesn't have his own business anymore so i don't, I don't If you listen to previous podcasts, I I keep supporting him. Uh, He doesn't run his own business anymore. He does do Danny's Dayouts, if you'd like to check that out, feel free. Um, But what he does is uh, Daniel forgot to tax himself because he's a lot of drone shooting and interior shots for homes and houses. Uh, And so, like that, he forgot to tax himself. So, tax yourself like 10 to 15%. So, if you make $100, tax yourself 15% or 20% off of that. Put that into a savings account. And I'd let that shit kind of build itself up. By the end of the year, your taxes will be covered. So you tax yourself. There you go. By the thing Another friend of mine and Daniels told me that he was like, make sure to tax yourself. And I don't make much from 3D printing. Or like people do commission me. I'm breaking even. I'm barely paying for material. Like I'm barely making anything. I'm fucking just breaking even or not even covering my material. Because people, I'm not saying people are fucking uh, cheap, but yeah, they're cheap. Uh, you know, you try to be. When you start your business, you try to be as, as cheap as possible for your friends to come in and build your name. And my 5.0 rating is fucking a 5.0 rating because I treat my business like a business. Yeah, if I flip the camera around here, I'm sitting in my damn bedroom. on a futon. Comfortable futon. Two 3D printers sitting here. Laser cutter here. PlayStation 5 there. I'm not better than anybody else. I just put money aside for the PlayStation 5. Don't pay for what I paid for it. Um, But something I wanted. My parents have my PS4, which they love. Um, everything I get new. I hand it to them, and they're like, oop. And they've been playing up with the PS4 for, like, months now, and they love it. Um, But, yeah, treat your business like a business. Make sure your shit's in order, stuff like that. That's one thing I would do. Trademark. Sherman Law, like I said. Uh, Trademarking, what it does, it protects you from distinguishing your brand And protecting you for people trying to step over you and go, hey, I do this for this. So with us, I found Stroman Law through um, Jeffrey Stroman. I found him through Thumbtack. Because one day I realized I was doing an open mind thing. and This guy kept getting a higher search result above me. And I realized why that was because he ended up using a higher uh, SEO, which is a search engine uh, optimizer or whatever. So don't be worried about that. He just paid more money, and I didn't. Um, and I got nervous, and I told Pernesco. I was like, what the fuck? And Pernesco was like, bro, is he stepping on your toes? I'm like, well, he's claiming to be me, but he's not me. We are the official oh, am my OMA oh, And he's now gone. Like, the guy is now kaput. I looked him up, and he's popped up a couple time. But he, first he was doing this, and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Then he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And I talked to Jeffrey Shremon through Stumtack, and he was like, hey, so I can help you. And I really can't say what he charged me because I we told I told him I wouldn't because what he charged me was wild because I was struggling still am struggling but he was able to help me through X Y and Z and say hey man let me help you get started let me help you f- protect you my trademark is good till I think what 2028 so I got to make sure I have enough money to pay that filing fee again. Because it does expire, and you gotta re-put it in. Um, So it protects us for 3D printing services, which 3D printing, which I can make anything through 3D printing. So we're trademarked for 3D printing. So anything I do machine-wise, I'm fine. So um, for goods and services, what have you? Because that's why we specialize in it. 3D printing is like a big thing to me because I think, like I said, having those is amazing because you can make anything. And like I said before. Being able to send that file over to somebody else in another country or state who doesn't have the design mindset or the build mindset. You send it over. You send a how-to guide on how to build it. They can print it. A medical service or a hospital can say, cool, we have what we need for this client or this patient. Print it. Uh, Open Mind Industry did it. Here's what they we paid for them for their whatever. They send it. I can literally send somebody over the whole fucking file and how-to. And boom, it goes. So that's a cool thing, which I have seen done. Um, but you want to make sure that's done. Uh, what, else? what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Sorry. t texting. Uh, the funny 3D printing. How did I make my decision to get through 3D that's a good one. How did I make my decision to... What 3D printer company to go with? Well, my brother, Matt. I uh, ended up using his credit card and ended up getting the cheapest 3D printer I could find at the time. 3D printers were still on the thing. Creality didn't exist. MakerBot existed, but MakerBot was... Probably the highest right now. They're still out there. Um, Robo3D was my second printer, and I still I say still to this day overpriced for what I paid for it. I should I should have waited and got it on eBay or whatever because I spent, I think I spent like $800 on it and it didn't have everything I needed, but it's still sitting on my desk. I still use it. I need to reprogram the fucking thing and uh, XYZ printing is the one I went with first and my parents ended up helping me get the first one to use. The bedside wasn't great. It was just to help me kind of build some parts. Uh, would I recommend that company? Never again. Stay away from them. They're just shit. Ah, uh, there's shit. I, I, I can't recommend them to save my ass. The shit broke down so many fucking times. And I just send it back, you know, send it back first time. And then they lost it through FedEx. It was delivered to my neighbor that I found out. I had to deal with them for like a month. They finally sent me a brand new printer. And then the fucking FedEx girl was like, oh, I found it. And I decided, fuck it, I'll keep the other one too. And then I, I emailed them and they're like, you can't keep another one. That's technically stealing, blah, 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 blah. So, I had to, like, call my attorney and say, hey, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, dude, you can't keep the other one. You gotta send it all back. He's like, keep the new one. Have the other one sent back. So, I did. I had the other one sent back to them. They had to pay for the fucking postage. Um, Because that was just... That was on them. And, uh, yeah. What happened was the board kept going out on it. The fucking extruder kept dying. The fuse kept blowing out on the extruder. And... I ended up getting the Robo because I wanted to get into flexible filament, which is NinjaFlex, which is TPU, TPE flexible filament. And what that is good for is any kind of flexible, like RC car tires, crutch tips, like I'm working on now, um, hand grips, which I've been making, um, which are a big help. If you guys look on our uh, Instagram page, you'll see what I've been working on with that, with Jodel. Jodell has since left the company. She's retired since COVID became a thing, and I wasn't able to get her phone number to contact her to make her a new one. Uh, and she fucking loves the thing. It all was a little pad that I made for her, for her, for her cane, which when you're pushing down on your crutch, it causes so much pain in the palm here, which shoots up your arm and then causes a carpal tunnel with the grip. And when you're gripping on your cane or your crutch, your your nerve endings and your carpal tunnel and stuff like that happens. So I was talking with NinjaFlex and NinjaFlex, I got to give them a big fucking shout out, Ari's Poppies and uh, JN who left the company, Jan Thompson. I don't even know if Ari's still there or anybody. I've not talked to NinjaFlex in so long, uh, but I do have an email to a marketing manager over there. That I hit up and I was like, hey, man, I want to be a partner with you guys. I want to, like, sell some filament. Um, And they were very lovely, man. They were like, hey, man, like, what what, what can we do for you? So I was like, hey, man, here's the thing you guys did. But I did pay them back tenfold. So what they sent me, I bought back in bulk. I bought fucking, like, five or six rolls of it. I got Ninja. I've got Cheetah. I've got uh, Semi. I've got some other stuff. (laughs) So, I bought like six rolls of filament because this stuff is really good. Is it a bit expensive? Oh, fucking absolutely, it's a bit expensive, but the quality of it is amazing. So, if you're looking for good TPU, TPE, and you're not looking for bullshit, I would recommend them. I can't recommend other companies here because I haven't played with other things. I need to, like, that's the hardest part with 3D filament. 3D filament is uh, quality diminishes in some areas. But anyway, so. Um, I ended up getting a robot for that. I talked to Alan Lincoln over at Evil Monkey Studios, who is not on Facebook anymore. He has a YouTube channel, Evil Monkey Studios. I'll put a link down below if you guys want to check him out. Really cool cat. Awesome cat. He makes amazing cosplay work. This guy is... If you go around the theme park at Universal Orlando, you'll see some of his work there. Uh, uh, excuse me. At uh, Volcano Bay and stuff like that. And uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Diagon Alley. And uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge, actually. Um, amazing amazing cat really cool cat I don't have to worry about like not knowing shit because he was really helpful with the 3D printing thing he was like hey man what do you want to know like are you, are you trying to get into it and stuff like that and I was like yeah man here's like oh, I want to get into it I want to start making parts and you know sending it out to manufacturers is very fucking expensive it's better to 3D print something take a look at it and go this works okay how do we translate that to a CNC machine how do we translate that into a die yada 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 um, but I ended up getting the robot, Like I said, the robot was very overpriced. Very, in my opinion, very overpriced. The robot was very kind. The community was there, very good. I did help out one dude, um, who his robo started fucking up. He tried putting an LED board in, and then the board kind of effed up, and yada yada yada. And, um, I tried helping him with that, and it just kind of, you know, so I don't know. Brother killers, and then I, I apologize for not knowing much about it. Um, but everybody's pretty much kind of fallen down that gap. You've got, uh, Persa, which is Persos, like, I love Persa printers. I've never used one. I've seen them. They're very, very fucking expensive for what they are, but the quality is really good from what I've been told. I've got two friends that have persas and they're like, ooh, and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, am like, good? They're like, yeah, they're really good printers. Um. And I'm not knocking Joseph Persa and the Persa company. I've, I've talked to Persa and they've been a very, very beautiful company. They were very sweet and kind to me. Um When we, I tried to get into resin printing, um, which, uh, the next thing I'm going to say to you guys is uh, the big game, the big game, the big game to me, I think you can see the camera because my breathing come coming down. Um uh, the big game was throwing at emails. Hi, my name is so-and-so. 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 Um, companies fucking hate that. Now, I've, I've unfortunately had to write out like three of people in the, some companies. And ZBrush was one of them, sadly. And I ended up buying ZBrush Core. It's It was cheap at the time. I really couldn't afford it. But I have it now. I'm still learning it. But I remember I, the reason why I started asking and putting the calls out to help for help was I was told by a man at upper, pretty big fucking company. I forget who it was. I forget the company. But I do remember the guy. He said to me, why didn't you ask sooner? I said, I didn't know I could ask. He goes, listen, if you don't ask, we don't know what to do for you. So I took that to heart. His his advice took it to heart. He said the worst thing you're gonna get told is no or go you know fuck go fuck yourself. Daily I used to get about sixty no's a day. No, 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 no. Thanks for calling us, but no, no. Let us know when you have money. No, no, no. You know. People don't Company's got to make money. That's first and foremost. I understand that. Um, NinjaFlex was super kind to send me out some stuff, and they were able to write that off as a tax expense. But I can I paid that off, paid them back in tenfold by buying more filament. The minute I realized what I could do, I was like, I gotta buy more. I gotta buy more. So I did. I ended up buying more. Uh, so whatever my paychecks were bringing in, I was able to buy more filament from them. Uh, and I don't regret it. And there's some 3D stuff that I thought that wasn't so good you know i've asked for a sample and they're like hey we'll send you a sample right now that's become a thing where you can't you can ask for a sample but they want they're not going to send it, you know, they're not going to email it pretty much goes to their junk mail especially china the china companies like elegoo and shit like that um if you're not a big youtuber they're not gonna hit you up uh an embarrassing thing i've ever done i emailed up on jesse if you know who he is uh and that was about, about a year ago i emailed him a question and i'm pretty sure he fucking went to his junk mail or either He ignored it, and he seems like a really nice guy. He's actually where he lives where I live in upstate. Used to live in upstate New York. That's why I was like, oh shit, he lives up in upstate New York. Holy fuck! I know exactly where he lives. I know the exact area where he lives. I know exactly what area he's in. Um, but I was like, let me fucking ask him. Let me ask him a bit of advice. And he didn't respond. And that's okay. Uh, I shouldn't have asked him. But I was like, hey man, like, how do you like? The question to him was. Uh, you know, how do you get to talk to all these companies? Like, you know, what, what, what are some of the things you, you, get to ask them because they're, they're sending him products and shit like that. I I don't want to be an, I don't want to be an influencer, but I'd like to test some of the products to give them feedback. And that's what I kind of put in one of my emails to people. I'm not here to be an influencer. I'm here to test your product to see if I want to buy the product and hopefully give you some feedback. Luckily Ninja Flex is one of them. They were like, we want feedback. And I gave them feedback. And I said, hey, I'm willing to, in return, give you fast feedback. And I sent them a lot of feedback. I said, hey, guys, this is the temperature of music. It has this heat. This is blah, 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 blah. You know, and they're going, well, how's it working? I said, well, it's working, but this is you know the the infill quality and stuff like that. And they were great. I've talked to a few companies. I've, I've only met maybe like three or four companies that have been very helpful on that front. Um, have they... Required to help you? Fuck no. Fuck no. You know, a baker can't be a chooser, but don't be afraid to say, hey, man, is there a chance I can get a, a, a test piece or a test part? Some will say yes, some will say no. Um, I had one company say, absolutely, we'll send it to you, but can you... Um... They wanted me to uh, upfront the cost first, and then they would reimburse me the cost, and I was like, well, that doesn't really work out, does it? You know, it's like I asked you for a sample. And yet i got to pay for the sample. So I might as well just buy the fucking thing. And not give you any feedback. Huh. So I know a few people like Makers. that They do that. They just buy the shit. Because uh, there's no fucking need to, um, you know, ask for samples. I still do. It's a company I like. I talked to Snapmaker. Snap has been very, very sweet. They were very, very kind to me. Um, Poopoli. Fucking amazing, amazing company. I... When I was looking for resin printer, I talked Poopali, Snapmaker, and Persa. Oh, who else? I think those are the only three that got got back to me. Yeah, actually got back to me. Poopali, they were sweethearts, absolutely sweethearts. Persa, sweethearts, lovely, kind, kind people. Oh my God, their customer support team was amazing. Their R and D teams were amazingly beautiful, and what they told me was. Person wrote it out like they actually read. They read or not? Pers- uh, Poawfully read through the fucking full email. They, they somebody must have like read through it all because they not only listened to me what I said but answered me in a beautiful way, the most kindest, beautiful fucking way. And the response to me was, "Ali, we'd love to help you. However, the text's not there yet. You know we." Uh, and this person read through my email. Was like, "Hey man, like, what what's up with the slicer? How does it work? What are my options?" Blah blah. blah. And and they were like, "No, it it it. Sadly, uh, with the way that machine works, and the bed size, and all this shit, it's just not gonna work for you. It's just it, it's it's a waste of number one waste of money, waste of fucking time. The slicer is trash. You know, uh, the materials not there yet, unless you go to." Form labs which I don't recommend don't go to forum don't go to forum labs they're a great I mean honestly if you got the money if you're a commercial grade and you got money to burn if you got money to burn like if money is no a fucking object and you want to be ripped off go to forum labs I, I I can't and I'm not speaking out of my ass I had a meeting with forum labs and I've talked to forum labs many times but when Frank and Bolito, and some high tech fucking makeup artistries are talking about them directly through twitter and they're saying that they can't get parts. People, even when I was on the posty, I was on a post on Facebook, and even somebody else hopped on my post and was like, "I was like, oh man, they're great for like commercial grade if you can afford them." And somebody goes, "I run a commercial business. They're not even that good." Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I had a friend that owns two of them, and he's he's literally he's they were so bad he he fucking donated them. He donated them to a charity. I was like, really? He was like, where's your, where's your form line? He goes, oh, the form two? Yeah, I donated him." He now owns, um, he owns a Poopoli and he owns something else now. He owns like three of those, because the both plates are so fucking huge, and they're so easy to repair and, you know, get parts for. Um. But like I said, Poopoli was so beautifully kind, and he, they read through my email, and they're like, hey, man, we'd love to help. You really, really would. The problem is, it's just financially, this is what it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you more. To know that this isn't gonna work, then to send something to you and it not work, you know, it's like what the fuck's the point of sending something to you when the technology not there yet? And and um, that wasn't them being rude; it was just them being very, very upfront with me and saying, "Hey, man, this isn't gonna work." You know, we're sorry. We 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 respect you. We we're pulling for you. person was the same way. They read through it carefully and said, "Hey, man." We we were pull, pulling for you. Unfortunately, we can't donate give you anything because right now we're still working on our stuff. And I said, "Well, can I be a tester for like help you guys out and like get some stuff?" And like I'm not looking to you know make money off of you. I'll give you the damn printer back. I even asked Formlabs that you know years ago, and uh, I, that one got a dislike from Formlabs, which I could give two fucks. Um, because Formlabs is Formlabs, you know. And when Frank and Frank and he a, he works with Adam Savage, who's a fucking MythBuster, and I'm talking to him personally. I'm, talking to Frank fucking personally and Frank's like no no and then another makeup artist industry works for fucking Universal Pictures which I work for Universal but I don't work for the production side then when they say no apparently I wasn't wrong so when they're like stay away you know stay away from that fucking printer man that's gonna that's gonna cause you more headache than fucking fix apparently the parts were hard to come by shit's hard to come by uh, it's just it's cause it's more to more upkeep than the Maybe he makes good prints, but eh. Somebody said subpar. Very subpar. And uh, Adam Savage just bought one for like $8,000. I'm like, I checked the printer he has from for him. And I'm like, $8,000? Motherfucker, guy got, guys got money. For $8,000, he could have bought fucking two big-ass resin printers. And made more parts, probably. I'm sure. I guess he wanted something that was like, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, I don't know if he's Adam Savage. He can know what the fuck he wants um but yeah like that was a thing where I had to like get told no 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 and it, that's not a problem I'm a bit of glad. which company stepped up to me and said hey man, love to help you but the tech's not there this isn't there please take it with a sign of respect and not disrespect and I didn't I just like, I wrote them both back and said thank you for answering my email I kindly appreciate it you know you took the time out of your day I took the time out of my day yeah, yeah. Granted, most companies are so used to seeing generic. I would like, I would like, I would like. And it's like uh, the one company I did have to report was ZBrush because the one dude got all you fucking influencers always wanting free shit, and I, I went above that person's head, and I, and then the marketing director of something fucking from Z got a hold of me directly, and said, "Hey, how you doing?" So, and uh, they apologized up and down. They said, that person has been talking to, like we, they read the email. I sent them the copy of the email. And I was like, that's, I was like, I, I didn't appreciate that. You know, you don't fucking come at me like that. I asked a simple question. You could have said, unfortunately, no, we don't offer that. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to look up, maybe you can look at some other options. We do have some other options. Um. All I asked was for, you know, I, I discount because if you don't ask, you don't fucking know. Like that one guy told me, if you don't ask, you don't know. But worse the worst than they could tell you is no or to go fuck yourself. And this person decided to tell me to go fuck myself in the most rudest way. Um. Which I. Turned that back around. Because I didn't appreciate the way the fucking wording was done. Um. And. Blasted him. Through his boss. And. It went up the chain though. I went past that motherfucker's boss to another. The high up. VP boss. And the VP boss was the one that got to hold of me. And apparently the two bosses below them were fucking yelled at for that. Because uh. Yeah you don't do that. And he, he apologized. He goes uh. So-and-so, and he made sure that fucking dude... I did get an apology from the customer service rep that I dealt with. And uh, he apologized to me and said, Sorry, I out-of-spoke. I, sh- I, uh, I forget what the email exactly said. I I I spoke to you. I'm sorry. It's been, you know, that was uncalled for. You were very polite. Um, Something like that. I, I, I spoke out of context. Please accept my sincere apologies. You know... Uh, that was uncalled for. You didn't deserve that. So he, he kind of just said, like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. It was out of context. I should have never, you know, I should have should have read through your email. You 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 asked a polite question. You, and I wasn't looking for something for free. I was asking for is, is there possible a uh, discount? Because you don't know. A lot of companies I've I've hit up. Is are there possible discounts at all? There's sh- shipping. Because a lot of companies I do hit up and they say, oh, you should have fucking emailed me.' So I, I I do. I email a lot of companies and say, hey, um, are there any discounts at all? Are you guys doing a package deal or are you doing a fucking bulk deal? Because some companies will do that. Uh, I emailed up one company. I needed a couple rolls of filament. So I hit them up directly. I'm like, hey, do you guys do a, a a package deal? And they said, yeah, how much do you need? I said, how about, uh can I get four? And they're like, actually, we can do blah, blah, blah for this. And I'm like, cool, let's do that. So yeah, like if you're doing a fucking bulk order, a large order, it saves them money. And they're like, hey, fuck yeah, let's let's." Partner, so yeah, I do that sometimes. But uh, like I said, you know, ZBrush was the only one that I, and uh, no knock on ZBrush. I use their software; and it's great. Still learning it. Still learning it. Uh, some good, some good ZBrush artists out there. But yeah, uh, that was the only person that I had from Z that was very rude, and I had to go above. I shot it off above somebody else and said, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the way." And the way he, I don't have the email. I think I still have the email in my file. My, yeah, I, I still do. I think. I don't want to share it with anybody, but it was just that rude. I shared it with Brunesco and a few others, and everybody goes, that was fucked up, and I went, yeah, it was fucked up, so, what do I do? And they're like, I think you need to bring it to a superior, so I did, I brought the superior and showed up, and I went to the VP, and the VP shot down to me, and the VP apologized up and down, and then the person that I spoke with, I'm pretty sure it got reprimanded or yelled at, and then an email went back to me of sincerest apologies, which I, I accept the apology. You know, I, I understand you got a lot of shit going on. You're answering a lot of fucking bullshit, uh, customer service emails, but you know, I, I asked you in the most fucking politest way, you know, I wasn't asking, looking for pretty software. I was looking for a discount on the software, you know, like, you know, 20% off, 10% off. Cause it does happen. Some fucking companies are like, Hey, we're doing a fucking five day sale. If, you know, if you buy this fucking license, we'll, we'll give you this license for, you know, three months. Cause it's going to make you want to come in and try their fucking product. So you never know, Um, but yeah, uh, I digress on all my blabbering. Sorry. Uh, What else? Uh, Yep, XYZ was shit. Uh, Evil Monkey Studios bringing me into R one. Talked about NinjaFlex. Yep, talked about that. Uh, Getting the company's emails, all that bullshit. Um, Why are you, or at least? Oh, oh, so this was a fun one. Um, I was at the Fringe Festival. And for those who don't know what that is, the Fringe Festival is like a local thing here that we do. Uh, it's very huge in other states and countries and shit. It's for artists and artisans to do shows that you would normally not see in theaters and stuff like that. So I was there, my girlfriend at the time, uh, dropped me off there because she had to go work and I ended up staying to just watch a show because she wants some tickets. So I ended up watching a few more shows and supporting a few more friends. And I was going to take a lift home to my home, my house, my apartment. Um, and I sat down with a head of marketing, my buddy, you know, who knows what I do. And he was like, "Hey, man, you should talk to my friend over here." So he walked me over and he introduced me. He says, "Sit down with so and so." So I sat down with this dude and we started talking. And this guy works for a head of marketing around Orlando, and he's worked with like. Hospitals and marketing teams and all that kind of shit and how to get their stuff out there, templates, etc, et etc, et etc. Et and he gave me some words of advice, and the words of advice were, uh, if I can remember, let me fucking pull this up on Facebook because I, I don't want to get the exact terminology of what he said. Uh, let see if all I can find is post. Uh, Marketing manager. Okay, here it is. I posted something on September 15th. So uh, I'll read the whole post to you guys. Sorry, this podcast is just going weird. So, okay, so I wrote, um, so in the past month or so, I've been I've been asked by a lot of friends about 3D printing, making, creating, podcasting, business advice. So I'm going to make the next topic, of The Mind Unleashed, At the make The Mind Unleashed. Uh, when I was at the Fest festival a year or two ago, I was introduced to a marketing manager. I thought his name was Steve or Steven. I still don't really know if it was Steve or Steven. Uh, it, it was either of those two. Uh, we talked for maybe two hours sitting at the bar tent. The best advice he gave me was, uh, just be yourself and say, fuck them. So terminology do that, be true to yourself because people can read between the lines. So just be yourself. There's no need to hide who you are. Uh, there's no reason to lie. It only causes more problems down the road. Not everyone is going to like you, support you, encourage you. Uh, many would rather see you fail and be miserable. So fuck them. Uh, surround yourself with those who will, who will move forward every day. So, pretty much, uh, that's pretty pretty much that. He said, you know, fucking, number one, don't lie. And I'll be yourself. Fucking... Podcast, be yourself. Don't put this facade on. You pull off. And when people actually see who the fuck you are, they're like, don't like him. He' not who he said he was. And I've always, to day one, told you as on the podcast. But those who have been my loyal listeners, or a friend of mine who never listened to the fucking episode, has never listened to the mind at least ever in his life, he just clicked on subscribe because he supports what I do. And he told me that directly. He said, I don't, I don't listen to anyone in your podcast. I've never watched one of your videos. I've never done anything. The reason why I clicked subscribe is because I support what you do. And some of you guys might take that as criticism, as "fuck, that's fucked up." No, he supports what I do. He loves. He's like every time I see you post something, I put a like to it because I want to encourage you. And I thought that was beautiful. Like I didn't take it as some disrespect. It's like he has so much fucking going on. That why would he? But he's like, I've always been a loyal subscriber. I never listened to one of your podcasts. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. I have so much going fucking on. But I'm going to support you to the end of my fucking days. Because I want to see you succeed. I thought that was beautiful. But uh, yeah, don't lie who you are. Always tell people what your goal, intentions are, who you are. Your filthy fucking mouth. Because I have a filthy fucking mouth. Um, Because when you finally see behind the scenes of who that person really was that runs the company. Or what you... Idolized like it's a, that saying that Trent always told me, buddy Trent, um, you know, don't meet your heroes. You know, who they are in real life, man, it might really scare you. That facade that they put up for you on the camera or whatever, eh, that's, that's a facade. You know, that's the character they're playing. You know, but what you get from me from the podcast is who I am. I don't want any company later down the road or a fan or a guest or what have you. Going, oh, I, I, I he, he's not really like that, you know. No, you, if you, if you, fucking click on this play button or like button. You know exactly who the hell I am. You know exactly what the hell you're getting, and you're okay with that. Um, and I prefer to be that, you know. You can't please everybody. Don't try. It. Um, and nor will I. Well, I will never be perfect, and I don't want to be. And and it's like I'm not going to put a facade up for you. I'm not going to shy weave my my faults and my truths and because you don't deserve that, I don't deserve to lie to you. Um, and that's the only thing I can tell people when you're running a business too is be yourself. Stay on track, stay on your focus, stay on your goal. Many people forget that because they're like, oh man, I, I it's just not working, it's just not working, I need to go here, I need to go there. Stay on your fucking path, you'll get there, it just takes time. Everybody has a thing that they're directly good at or whatever. Um, Uh, you know, this thing of, oh my God, I need to be this person or better or what have you. It's hard. It's fucking hard, but you're going to get better and better at what you do. Um, it just takes time. Uh, but that's what that marketing manager told me is be yourself. Number one, fucking, you know, just be honest with people and fucking, you know, fuck, put surround yourself with people who are going to better you and you're going to better them. Not everyone's going to fucking like you, but fuck them you know I think that's what he kind of said because he's like you remember so and so over at this fucking company here in Orlando <laughs> do you remember she got caught fucking embezzling money or fucking this is who she really was I think it was a <coughs> excuse me uh, there was something that popped up and she uh let me put my thing down ooh my laptop is warm hey look at my room you're sitting on the futon let me get a coffee oh um But For those watching the video, my crappy room. <laughs> I live in my room, like it's a college dorm. Um, but she ended up doing something uh, stupid and then she got caught down the road and I guess a camera or cell phone was on. They're like, I don't care about this goddamn blah, blah, blah. I'm here for the money. It's Like, yo Um But that was the thing. So I've learned to be myself. Learn to be who I am. And I've said that down the road many, many, many times to everybody. It's not worried about... If you're going to get in, in bed with me or be friends with me or whatever, I need you to know who I am. And I need to know who you are. Uh, I don't take advantage of people. I don't chase anybody. I, uh, the one rule I've learned is don't chase anyone. If they want to be a part of your goal, your objective... They'll always be there, they're never gonna leave your side. I've got friends I can call on in a minute of minutes, and they'll always be here. Um You know, and that's the thing, somebody's like, Well you know, one of my friends just emailed me the other day and he said, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I said, Dude, I'm always here, my phone's always on, my office phone's always on, my emails are always up because they're all they're all public, you know. What do I have to hide? There's nothing to hide from you. Um it's me cool. for like I mean I'm going to uh I'm going to, was going to turn the fan on on this damn thing. It, I'll leave it there. Ah, uh, my laptop's getting a little hot. MacBooks are, this is a 2013 MacBook. I bought this off Amazon. But uh anyway. Uh, you know, you know, just be yourself, be honest, be upfront with people, and they'll accept you for who you are. You don't have to fucking put this facade on of, I'm g like you, giggle. Uh, I remember, like, I met a few people that are, like, out of character, and I'm like, holy shit, that's what they really are. I'm a pretty good judge of character. I, I can see through the bullshit on some people. And usually I'm about fucking either 80% or 75% right. Once I meet you, I can pretty much figure out who the fuck you are. And I'm not usually wrong. I, I pick on people's body language and who they really are. And the funny part is when I, this guy told me this at the beer tent, I kind of, not laugh, but I kind of just, you know, I I listened to him, but I was like, this guy isn't drunk. We're both not fucking hammered. So he's obviously telling me something true, you know, that, you know, be, be yourself, number one. Don't give a crap what people think. And surround yourself with good people. And, you know, they'll get you to where you need to go. But you also need to offer something in return to help them, you know. So you need to be able to, you know, be be by their side too. But if someone believes in what you're doing, you know. I mean, I've always told my friends I'm a kind-hearted asshole. I'm a I'm a fucking asshole. I really am, <laughs> and uh, it's just who I am. I, you know, assholes get shit done. posties sit in the corner. Um. But, you got to just stay on the fucking path of what you're doing. And you just get, not, don't sugarcoat people. Really, it's, while all these things, like all these Kickstarters and all this shit goes and goes and goes, people are trying to make the next buck, the next fucking thing, Shark Tank ideas, all that fucking bullshit, I want this much investment, yada yada yeah. And Shark Tank, if you don't realize it, that's just fucking TV, honestly. That's just TV. Um, I mean, I've had so many people like, you need a grant. You need to go for grants. and I'm like, there's no money. There is no fucking free money, you know? Uh, The the one thing that happened when I was young, fucking years ago, a couple years ago, when I first started, oh my, but John, somebody came up and offered me $24,000. As an investment collateral. And I turned it down. I know many reasons why I turned that shit down. Because I was like. Can't pay you back. Number one. I don't know where we're going to be in the next couple of years. $24,000. Sounds like a lot of money for many people. Like oh, I would have fucking taken it. And I would have done this. And people were already like picking. Oh I could have done that. And But my smart ass was like. Don't do it. I mean this was a good, good person. And this person looked at me and said, do you need help? And we sat down with me and he's like, let's tell me about your plan. Tell me about your idea. And he literally picked my brain. He picked my fucking brain to the, he went deep into me. He was like, what, what's the goal? What's the plan? How do you plan on doing this? Who do you plan on putting there? Da-da-da. He picked every fucking part of it and goes, and he was dead ass. He looked at me and then he goes. I would $24,000 Oh, And I went, $24,000. He goes, I'm willing to give you $24,000 today. I should not. <laughs> he would give me $24,000. He would have put $24,000 in my, my special account for me to use. Because I'm going to give you $24,000. And I want to see you use it. And I want to see you eat what you come up with. And I want to see you... Bring some people in to do this idea. <laughs> and I declined it. I declined it three times. I said, no, I can't do that. I told him the truth. I said, I can't fucking pay you back. I don't know where the fuck this company's going. I don't know where it's going to happen. I didn't even know I was going to start a fucking podcast. Um, Would that $24,000 have helped? Don't know. Don't know. I don't have any, I don't have an MBA, I don't have a business degree, you know. Um, who the fuck would I who the fuck would I have brought in? John had people he could bring in. But how the fuck do you pay somebody back twenty four thousand dollars? There was this guy. Uh, a few people that might listen to this podcast will probably know I'm running Universal. So I'd walk to work from West Winds, which is on Kirkman Road, and uh, right by Universal. And this dude would stop all the time. I guess he did. I guess he did. Car auctions. So he'd go to the car auction, and whatever he buy cars or whatever. But this dude would fucking always, 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 always. Hey man, what what bank you bank with? Chase. You know he'd stop you. Hey, what bank you bank with? Chase. Hey man, you wanna make a thousand bucks right now? Okay. Do I want to make a thousand bucks right now? Sounds sketchy, don't it? Sounds real fucking red flaggy. Got a member from New York. Not from Florida. Ain't nobody going to hand you a thousand bucks. Right now. Nobody. Without an agenda. What's that agenda? Say I took that $1,000. And I explained this to the guy. And the first fourth fucking time I met this guy, he stopped my bro. He stopped helping my, my friends. And if somebody else, he stopped somebody. Went to the next person. Went to the next person. Went to the next person. Who the fuck carries 1000 bucks in a wad in their driver's side passenger seat? In driver's side apartment. Hmm. Now, apparently, this guy was legit. Not saying he was doing anything illegal. But that's not how you start a business. That's not how you get people on your shit. That's bad marketing, in my opinion. Apparently, he was legit. Apparently, he did car auctions or whatever. He was doing this thing. Fucking, you never ask somebody where they bank. You never show them the cash, because that's just bullshit front money. And I said, and the guy was with his buddy one day. He stopped me again. He goes, bro, what bank are you with." And his bro asked me. I said, bro, that bank with Chase. I said, what do you need to know? And I said, uh, I said brother. I said, I run a business, too. A small one. Now, I love the word small business, too. Because in particular, it's a small business. A business is a business, depending on how you treat it. It could be one employee. It could be two employees. Like, Lewis, Lewis Rothman just fucking said that in his videos. A business is a business, depending on how you treat it. The more professional you are, I know a fucking guy that runs a computer shop. Runs a small fucking... Him and his brother run a computer shop. Out of their garage. They fix fucking laptops, desktops. Business is pretty good, (laughs) from what I know. They haven't moved out of the house because the house is paid for. What's the fucking point? Their garage is completely converted into a shop. People come by, drop their shit off. Off it goes. You know? Pretty good reviews too, from what I've been told. Um But and back to this fucking guy, like, you're gonna give me a thousand bucks for what? Okay. You give me a thousand dollars right now. I put that in my bank. Now I owe you a thousand dollars worth of work. Now how many hours a day do I gotta work for you to pay that a thousand dollars off? You're gonna fucking What's my rate, rate going to be? Is it going to be seven fifty an hour? One fifty an hour? I'm not talking about like a hundred dollars. I'm talking about a dollar fifty. I'm talking about seven fifty dollars. You know, seven dollars. You know, this is how my mind thinks. I ain't fucking stupid. You gave me a thousand bucks. Now do I work for you for fucking three months, four months, five months? How you how how is this a thousand dollars paying you back? What is my goal? Because I'm not making out ahead. No, no, no. You are, motherfucker. You just handed me $1,000. Now, I must have to fucking pull some fucking hours for you. And nobody makes more money than the boss. Remember that. That is business advice number one. Nobody makes more money than the fucking boss. And I want all you guys to fucking remember that all you business people that get into business, nobody makes more money than the boss. I'm not going to fuck if you're the small business owner, this person, that person. The boss will always come out on top. No matter fucking what. So if you think you're fucking slick and you think, oh my God, the boss sets the rules. The boss will always, the house will always win. That's why I always thought about this guy. Here we could drive it around. I haven't seen him since in a long fucking time. We moved from uh, that area for a while. But man, I fucking saw him all the time. like I said, I'm not saying he did legal shit. I'm just saying this this is the shit that he would do. He would, hey man, you want to make a thousand bucks? I'm guessing it was either his side hustle or his main hustle because it was on the weekends or whatever. But I don't know anybody who worked for him. So I don't know. But like I said, you're me a thousand bucks. How hard do I got to work for you? Hmm? How hard do I have to work for you? How much am I making out of that $1,000? $1, that $1,000 ain't free. Am I on call? Are you gonna fucking call me up when I'm working? Now I gotta make not only your thousand bucks back for you, but I gotta make net fucking profit for you. Now I owe you fucking something, and I like when people are like, what, "What you mean? Like you gotta make something for him?" The house always fucking wins. The boss will always get over on your ass. Don't ever think you're gonna be, ever beat your ever beat your boss. Your boss, your boss has you fucking here, when you're here. When people are like, "I'm gonna make some money," remember, bro, payroll. If you ain't making money for the boss, you are gone. Let's put it that way. I mean, the boss has got to be making at least this guy. I, I, my guess is he had to be making, at the end of the day, off your ass. He had to be making at least fifteen hundred dollars more, ninety percent more off your ass. And uh you know, and I, I never saw him again. But this is—I thought how this guy worked. The minute I told him how, like my 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 analogy of what he wanted. And he was like, oh, shit, this guy kind of knows his ideals. And I was like, he's like, hey, man, good luck on your business. I'm like, good luck on yours, bro. Man, that's the last time I've seen him. But I told him, I said, dude, the house always wins. So you hand me a 1000 bucks right now. How many days a week do I have to work for you? And he kind of was like stunned. Like, what the fuck? This guy, why why is he? He couldn't couldn't answer my my basic basic questions, which were those. How you know how much am I making out of that thousand dollars? How much do I gotta make you? Because again, the boss doesn't pay you for free. <laughs> doesn't pay you for free. Um, yeah, I I I applaud this fucking guy, but at the same time, I thought it was funny as shit. You know, and like I said, man, the house always wins. The boss always is gonna make more than you because the boss. I love when people tell me that. Tell me that. Oh my god, like the fucking you know Elon makes this and this. How many fucking hours did they put in? You don't even know what the fuck they're doing. The boss never stops working. When he comes home, he's always fucking working. And I know this because I have friends that run businesses that never stop fucking working. Even on their days off, they're always checking payroll. They're always checking. They're making sure their company still fucking runs, but their employees don't go fucking broke. So the fucking boss makes fucking do-do-do. Yeah, because he's fucking always working for you. He's making sure your fucking benefits are paid. On his day off, he's pulling fucking money out of his account to make sure you're fucking paid. A friend of mine had a, he, he did, uh, he does construction, has his own construction company. Some of his employees were not getting paid during COVID. He pulled money out of his own account, his own savings to pay his employees, to pay their health insurance. So they had health insurance. And I remember he paid fucking a shit ton of money for them. F- Dakota sent him these photos of Sheamus, and I have no idea why. I think he's horny. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man. People just don't realize that. Like, they don't realize how many hours you fucking put in. You know, oh, well, Jeff Bezos leaves the office. You never leave the office. You're a business owner. You're boss. You never leave the fucking office. You never leave the office. You're always in. You're always working. When do you take time off? I know one boss told somebody, yeah, I was a good fucking thing, he told us, he said, I never. I, because I, when do you take time off? Because I never, I'm, I'm on 24 7. Because I remember somebody said something to this one boss, he said that shit straight to the he guy, goes, he goes, yeah, when do you fucking clock out? Because I never do. Never clock out. That's why, because he drove off in a nice fucking car. You know, a nice fucking truck. Brand new truck. That he put his money into and he told the guy and uh he goes yeah man he goes uh he goes man you have this nice truck he goes yeah because i work for it he goes when do you clock out He goes, i never clock out because how the fuck do you think you got paid this week i made sure fucking payroll was on time i made sure your materials were coming i made sure your fucking guys not starving, and I was like, whoa, this guy fucking went off, and he went off on his employee, he went off on his his foreman, and the foreman goes, and he goes, you know what? I made sure you weren't fucking struggling for missing supplies. I made sure you had people today. I made sure you guys had food and water and fucking the correct material today. But you don't see that. He didn't realize his boss was going out and doing things above him. Making sure they had water, the correct generator, fuel, while his fucking foreman was doing some work, he was making sure the shit was working. He made sure payroll was on time. He made sure his people had insurance. He made sure the the, the office was running properly. You know, the, the shit you're you don't see your boss doing Oh I don't I never see my boss. You saying your boss you need to see your boss all the time? Your boss may have things you don't even fucking know about. He's probably got another agreement with somebody else or he's trying to get a partnership with some fucking company, trying to get you guys tools or what have you. You know? And I, I found that shit kind of weird. It's, it's like, Foreman's are like, oh, the boss is never here. The boss is always fucking out having fun at Jeski. Maybe that's that boss taking some fucking time off because he's been working his fucking ass off. But that's, I was surprised that the, the boss said this to a guy. This is a story that I think that I read this Foreman was talking about this. Because he went after his boss one day on camera, brought his phone in and yelling at his boss. And his boss said, do you think I deserve that new truck? And he goes, well, we're all struggling. He goes, oh, are you? Are, you, are, you, are you, have you? Have you not been paid? And the guy goes, I've been paid. All right. Is your kid starving? No. Are you behind on your bills? No. Do we have another job coming in? Yeah. Did you guys, did your team have blah blah blah? Yeah. Then shut the fuck up. He goes, I'm doing what a fucking boss does. And he told this guy, he told his foreman this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because you don't know what the fuck I do. I hired you to keep an eye on them to make sure the jobs are getting done correctly. I'm making sure the shit's running smoothly. I'm making sure payroll's getting done. I'm making sure supplies are getting delivered correctly. I'm making sure the correct people are getting fucking hired so we have more people to come in. I'm interviewing. I'm fucking doing things you don't even know. I hired you to do one fucking thing to keep an eye on to do your fucking job. And you're questioning my job. And that foreman just fucking stood there It was like, sorry, yeah, I, I didn't know. You didn't know, all you did was fucking ask, where, where have you been, boss? How's your day going? That's why I never I never questioned my boss, Where the fuck he's doing. Oh, he's working, he's got his fucking notepad in his hand. Yeah, they take some time off, maybe they deserve it. But like this boss told his foreman, because his foreman called him out. Oh, you got a new truck. Yeah, you think I deserve it? No? Really? You don't think I deserve it? Hmm. And that fucking boss was out doing all those fucking errands that, you know, you don't see the boss doing. Making sure the correct partnerships are set up with Home Depot or Lowe's or another fucking granite company they need to use for countertops or whatever. You know, you don't know. The boss is fucking hiring people so they don't lose staff because people get sick, you know. Making sure the correct insurance was put in that. I was like, I started kind of laughing. I was like. It's true. It's true. I'm gonna say I got some shitty bosses at my the place I work now. I'll say that right now. Not I will say her personally, but jeez, Louise. But there's my tangent. Let me uh open the next one. Cooperate beautiful email personal me kind response. All right, we're almost done. Let's see what time we're at. One hour. Wow. Um, Last note to myself was, what's the biggest mistakes I made? How can I leave you all with something? One of the biggest mistakes I've made. Uh, Getting into debt. Getting into debt. Probably the one fucking worst mistake I did. Um, getting into debt. It took a lot longer. I'm, I'm a procrastinator too. I procrastinate a lot. I sit down. I think low of myself. Um, I second guess myself a lot. Which is good to do. If you can fix a lot of your problems that way. Um, getting into debt was one of the biggest ones. the biggest one I still regret it till now. Because it's really been the biggest hurt all over my fucking head. It's, it's here. There's not a day I go to bed, not a day I wake up. I'm not thinking about it. Um, like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get out of it. I'm Talking with National Debt Relief, which is based out of New York City. I wish I got in touch with them sooner. They are not the end-all be-all of fixing the situation. Uh, what they do is they consolidate your debt and they um, put it into a monthly fee. I've only played five of those fees since COVID had become a thing. Um, I'm behind by many, many, many payments. I am on a sixty month deal with them. But I don't know how I'm gonna pay it off. Now the credit cards were not the worst thing I've ever done. I was good. My credit. Uh, the problem is how I got into it is we ended up getting home. Uh I'm on disability and I'm working part time. Which means you're only allowed to work so many hours. So if those of you who don't know if you're on disability, you're only allowed to work so many hours per week. It's usually around like twenty hours maximum at your pay rate. And then it, could that combine your income needs to equal this for um, disability, and then that's what you get. If you work over, they hit you. If they work under, they give you a little bit extra, but it's not a free fucking government program, so don't ever think that for those listening, going, oh my god, he gets free money. I do not get free money. I pay my fucking taxes. Um, It is not the end-all be-all. It is more of a hindrance than a helpless. I have a friend right now who is on disability completely because he was a truck driver. Uh, two years ago. And then going getting a trucking accident. And ending up fucking his back up. Two of his discs, I believe. What if his disc is fuck, like, fucked up? It's like powder. Uh, and they had to do back surgery. And he can barely, barely stand up all the way. And fucking pain up the ass. And, you know, he's got to take fucking, you know. Uh, stuff, and he's gonna do this, and his wife's a teacher, and then, like, uh, he was telling me, no one said this was fucking this horrible. He had to go to court, and then file for disability, long term, so he's physically disabled. And he was making good money, he was making, like, 5k a month, just in trucking, maybe more. Um, he had to sit home, and then, like, the company ended up bringing him bringing him back like they felt bad like because they needed a dispatcher so like i was like but he was like why did nobody fucking tell me the disability is so fucking hard you can only make this much and like my family were struggling you know my wife's fucking gotta do this and this and this and this and then the fucking you know like he's like luckily the house is paid off you know we're struggling with the car payment and and the medical bills and they're fucking piling up and i was just like yeah people people think it's free money it's not free money the government gets theirs, sweetheart. The government gets theirs. So if you think you're going to win against the government, good luck with that shit. Uh, it's not. Um, but I explained how I got mine is, you know, opened a credit card, used it, used it, used it, paid it off, paid the proper fucking balance, did my thing. It just added up, added up, added up, added up, added up. Added up. Luckily, with the... One of the stimuluses, the first stimulus. I paid the first my brother's credit card off completely. Paid that shit off. I paid the seven hundred dollars balance that I still had on it. That one took me a lot longer to pay off than I thought. That one I paid off because I thought I don't want to fuck him up, and I paid him off. I apologized to him. I was like, I paid it off. Um, now I have my own. Now my eight thousand dollars. I don't really uh, I owe a grand of back fees because I couldn't pay a payment. They added up. They added up. They added up. They added up. So I think my actual credit card debt is like five thousand dollars, I think. But because of all the back fees and all that shit that they add on and shit that they add on and shit that they add on and shit that they add on, on. Now again I was buying shit for the business. A few things were fun things for myself, like things I needed, but I paid that off too, and it is what it is. A lot of it was business debt. Like at least five to six thousand dollars of it was business debt. The rest of it, I believe, is from uh, late fees and add on fees that they like to fucking add on because they can. And that's the one thing I can tell anybody. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. <laughs> you know? Um, I want to get out of credit card debt so fucking bad. And like my one friend told me, like, we were talking the other day, and how, how's it going? How's it going? I was like. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if like going bankruptcy is like the option with COVID and shit. Like, I don't want to be in debt all my life. I want to get clean the fucking slate and just once we the house thing was horrible. We I got in here. We had a massive fight. With my family and that fucking be. Oh, you know, you need to start paying your fucking credit cards and this and this, this. And as far as I live, like it's hard to get to work and pay that shit. So when you're doing a business, know that these things do pile up. Know if you can't start something, maybe one step at a time, like I said. One step at a time. Don't be stupid like me and fucking let that shit kind of snowball into something. I, I should have gotten a hold of somebody quicker and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. How, how do I? How do I you know, get out of this? Um, that was my stupid mistake on my own, so. I'm still debating if I should... Look into bankruptcy attorney and see if I can get out of that. If anybody isn't a fucking bankruptcy attorney or knows somebody that's like, hey, man, let me help, I'll gladly fucking talk to you. I will gladly work out something with you, but I just want to get the fuck out of that. I don't want to be in it anymore. You know, the scary part is, like, I don't even answer. I I wrote NDR the other day, National debt Relief. And they're very kind. They're very kind people. I told them the whole situation. Like I'm fucking bucket. I go I said, I am getting no hours from work. This is going on. That's going on. Right now, we're in a slow period of real work. So I haven't even been doing 3D printing work Um, because it's not making any money. I've been studying software and stuff like that and building shit in software to learn because I'm learning skills or things. So like learning solid works learning ZBrush, learning the programs, I could take those out of the company and freelance myself out to somebody else and be like, hey man, here's what I charge for my skills. Skills are becoming the thing. College degrees, fuck college degrees. Fuck them. It costs more to fucking college. The sad part I feel, and I feel so bad for all my fucking friends that are college dead, college debt doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. It does not go anywhere. I know the Biden administration fucking that was a big push. Um the one thing I learned about national debt relief and all these debt programs that college debt. They can't they can't get rid of that. They cannot get rid of that. They went to my whole entire profile and they go, Okay, you don't own a car. You have a house that's your co signed with. Um are you just for credit cards? I was like, yeah, that's it. anyway, went. You can't pay that? I said, no. The like I said the scary phone call. They they tried being scary. The Discover card tried being scary because they had three people on the line. First, it was a lady who got a hold of me, and then it was somebody else who got a hold of me. And they said, uh, "Is this Ali?" And I'm like, yeah. Well, Ali is my real legal fucking name. My real name is Ali. So that's a whole the ball game. My name was misspelled. Long story. Fun story, but long. My dad misspelled it, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I said, this is he. And they go, hey, this is Discover calling. Uh, you missed a few payments. And I, I fucking literally went after him. I said, you know what? I'm going to do some shit right now. Have I ever missed a payment? They look back and, no. So I haven't missed a payment. No. I've been on time. Yes. Now, do you think I'm going through a hard time? Well, we're trying to help you," I said. Trying to help me, hmm. Hmm. and then I realized, you know, like I, 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 I just told him, "You don't, you don't fucking scare me, guys." I, I was like, "I can't pay you right now. I don't care for fucking ass Well, do you know it's being discharged? Yeah, and I don't care. I don't care. Well, I told them. They fucking COVID hit. COVID fucking everybody's credit cards are, as far as I know. You know what the fuck? Do you, what the fuck do you do? You know what the fuck do you do? I even told them, what are you, you, you going to take from me? I have nothing but a house. going to take away my fucking, garnish my paychecks. I make nothing. You know, but that is the worst mistake I've made so far. So." I think this year I need to, uh, I may just go for bankruptcy I just go, Hey, fucking white my slate clean, get it cleaned. I don't care about the fucking credit or anything like that. Cause yeah, got a house, don't need a car or anything. Um, you know, I'm not trying to buy anything new. Um, a friend of mine was in worse debt than me. He was, he had to be at least 80,000 in debt. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy I work with. He was so badly in debt that he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking every night. He finally got wiped, but he had to pay, like, I think he had to pay like $1,500. But I will talk to a CPA and see what they say. I don't want to go bankrupt, but I want to pay it off like a real person, but... It's the worst mistake I've ever made. I feel like that's the worst mistake I've made. And, uh, yeah. Probably one of the worst ones I've made, but I, I can't complain. Um, sorry, my ears popping and going and popping and going. I don't know why. Um, so that's the one advice I can give you. Don't get into debt. If you don't have it, don't spend it. There's no reason for you to fucking spend it. Um, you know, uh, make sure your books are in order. Number two. So look into QuickBooks, look into FreshBooks, look into maybe just do an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet. And they're not – books aren't hard to make. They really are not hard to make. I don't know why people are – the reason why people go QuickBooks is it's just easier for it to format it for you. Uh, And I also know know if you're a car person or you're doing Lyft and Uber, it also does mileage trackage for you. So you can track your mileage. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I've got fleekies all over my shit. Um, but yeah, you can use an Excel spreadsheet. I know somebody who does, they're all shit through Excel. It's all labeled correctly. And they you know, materials, of this, their time, all that shit's in Excel. And then they send that off to their fucking, the person, and they take care of all it for them. Uh, accounting takes care of all that. Uh, yeah. You know, I know this wasn't a podcast that uh, nobody liked, or just me blabbing on about going off tangent. But yeah, it's my podcast, and I just wanted to tell you guys what what I fucked up on, and what you should do. Um, do your DBO. You're doing business as costs nothing. Trademark cost you something. If you are looking to get trademarked, I swear, please check out Jerry Stroman. I'm not even plugging. I'm trying to blow smoke at his ass. Guy's a good attorney. Like he, like. I didn't get, even get to that story. So, Strumman, I ended up talking with him, and he really, I wrote a fucking, like, I wrote a notice of, like, to all these attorneys. Like, hey, man, like, this is what I can afford. We're on a, run a budget, budget, here's what's going on. Here's who I am, blah, blah, blah. And he was, like, one or two of the, he was, like, one of the three, the best one of the three that was willing to work with me. And just been like, hey, man, like, what, give me a call. And I'm like, I, I can't afford, he could just call me. I'm not going to charge you. The one guy said, which I didn't keep a shit because I know Jeff, Jeffrey wanted to kind of write him out. Not write him out, but kind of like report into the board of the attorneys because the guy told me, uh, what, did he, what did he say? It's an extra, the guy gave me a quote for like a thousand bucks to speak with me and then like whatever, whatever. But the one thing I will say that Jeffrey told me to do is like look up, you can go on the USPTO dot com and look up names and uh, stuff like that and do some of your research. So if you're looking for like a certain company name or like what their, what their, what their mark is for or whatever, you can save yourself a lot of money and time by doing that. Or you can go on LegalZoom. but trademarking does take a while. So definitely Jeffrey Strumman. Like I can't recommend him enough. He, he looked at my name. He was like, Oh wow, you've already done most of the research. I was like, yeah, man. So like, I'm pretty sure that really helped me out. But, honest to goodness attorney his pricing is not bad i can't tell you what he charged me because we promised i promised i wouldn't but he just doesn't he did it because he believed in what i was doing and i am doing uh, and i can't thank him enough like he helped me out i called the call like a month ago for the dbo and i'm like hey man like i want to open a bank account but i don't know and they're telling me this and you're my trademarking attorney so i want to talk to you and we talked for a good hour he said no 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 don't hang up let's talk so we talked for a good hour. I explained everything to him about, about COVID and all this shit that's been going on with Universal. And uh, he asked a couple of questions about that. And we just spoke like real people. And uh, we just spoke about the business. how things going? What are you working on? What are you printing? Uh, You know, can I send people your way? I'm like, hey, man, like, what can I do? What can I do for you? You know, like, how can I help you? You know, that was my biggest thing to him is, well, how can I help you? You know, uh, it's good to build partnerships to like decent partnerships with people because he did it right he he spoke to me like a fucking human uh he's you know he was like did you ever find out who that attorney was by the way i said what the, oh the, no i deleted his thing because it was it was bullshit he wanted like he wanted like a thousand dollars up front and then he the, the the filing fee was like i think like fifteen hundred dollars to sixteen hundred dollars and strumman was like yeah that's a bit high for a filing fee for your mark that's not correct uh blah 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 well can you give me a stuff? And I was like I gave him a name, who the guy was, but I don't know what what, what went of it, but I didn't have well, I didn't have the full email, but Jeffrey didn't like that. He was like, That's uh that's not correct. You shouldn't be doing that, you know. If this guy's trying to take you for a ride, I'm like, Yeah, and that's what I don't wanna be taken for a ride. So uh if you're like, like I said again, looking for an honest attorney that's not gonna fuck you. You know? Who would rather see you succeed as a business? Yeah, you're gonna get charged a good a flat rate. Uh, it's not gonna be what I got charged, but you'll be get charged if you're looking for a fucking good attorney that's gonna be like, hey man, we need more of that in this world. We need good fucking people that are like, hey man, fucking do this, you know? It's, you know, it's, it's sad. And that's how I feel with, like, what I do with printing and shit for my clients. I treat them like fucking clients because like, I'm tired of seeing people get fucked over. Like, you shouldn't be, yeah, make some fucking money, but don't fuck a person over. I always realize that, like, when my dad, the technician, And I've always wondered, like, what the fuck? Why are all these mechanics charging fucking X, Y, and Z? You know, fucking charge the right price. Charge your fucking fee. You're making some money. Your fucking shop's paid for. You know, don't overcharge them. Charge them the fucking fee you need. You know? Don't fucking be like, I'm gonna charge you this, cause like, and add stupid fucking parts they don't even fucking need and say you did. You know? Not saying my dad did this, but this is shit that I, working around shitty mechanics, I saw. Cause my dad worked at, uh, uh, Dodge. So I saw all the shit that they did. It was a lot of fucking work. You know, real work, not shitty work. But if you go to like a mom and pop mechanic, they're just going to fucking add some people. And there are, there are really good mom and pop mechanics that are fucking working their asses up to build their fucking company, to keep their fucking jobs whole. And those are the ones you want to go to. You see the fucking pot, the parking lot's full of cars, people waiting to get their shit done. Chances are the fucking dude that's doing the work is pretty fucking good. And that's how you get business. Your fucking door will never stop coming. People will never stop coming to you. Word of mouth is a fucking best advertisement you can ever get. I don't understand why people don't want that. You know what people want? Word of mouth is like the best fucking advertisement. You do one thing good for a customer, the next person is going to come in and be like, so-and-so told me you were good. I'm okay. I'm not great. I told people that. Like One guy was like, I heard you were good. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not great by any stretch. I did some work for him. He fucking loved it. He was like, oh, dude, I got to get you in touch with these guys. Worked with them. They loved it. They saw it. They gave me a heads up, you know? Um, worked with another person Big makeup artist Worked with them Gave me gave me the word of mouth Said I was decent You know Said hey he knows this shit Talk to him So That's how it works uh, But Yeah I mean I don't understand this mindset of uh, Shitty quality Shitty work You know uh, Like let me overcharge it Because I can't No fucking charge him The right price You know Charge quality fucking price. Don't overcharge them. Don't undercharge them. Charge them the right fucking price for a quality fucking work that you do. They're going to come back. If you fucking do good work, quality work, they're going to come back to you. Your name will be put out there and go, hey, man, go check out so-and-so electronic. Go check out so-and-so electrician. You know? Uh, treat them fucking like a person. You know? And here's what I found. Here's what you should be doing. Uh, good luck with you. you know? Hey, man, here's my card. You know, fucking, you know any other friends that need work? Let us know. We'll be glad to help them, you know? We'll see you soon. Hopefully nothing goes wrong. You know, if it does come back our way, we'll help you out. You know, that's how it should be. But fucking companies are so me, 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 me instead of the fucking customer first. It should always be your customer. You should be making some money. That's for damn sure. But, you know, I I don't understand that myself. Like, that's, I've taken a shit to heart. It's like, be a good fucking artist or worker. And then the shit's going to translate back to you. The problem with me is I charge a little bit much for my work, but my clients don't fucking realize how much work I put into the work. They get to see the finished product, but they don't see all the fucking, the duds and the imperfections and the sanding I had to do and clean up and realizing I didn't get paid for any of that. (laughs) One client, I fucking undercharged him and I was like, I really shouldn't making money off of this. And I really didn't. I broke even. I was like, man, I broke even. I didn't even make anything. I made like what five bucks? It's like shit, because of the material, the time, electricity, you know. And I sent him like one of my clients realized that. I said to him, "I go, hey man, just give give me give me a little more time." And then he realized he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I trust you. I got him done right." He fucking was like, "Ooh, I didn't realize you were working on your shit yet." I showed him the dead bucket, and he was like, "Oh well, whoa." I didn't know you worked that way. He said, listen, dude. I'm not handing you something I wouldn't hand to myself. If I'm not happy with it, you're not going to be happy with it. He wrote me back. He fucking understood. He was like, agreed. So we both agreed to, to terms. It was like, if I'm not happy with what I'm doing, you're not going to be happy with the quality I'm going to give you. Let me figure it out. Let me get it done right. Yeah, I'm going to make fucking nothing off of you, sadly. But... You know, it is what it is. I'd rather give you quality over quantity. But, um, you know, that's life. But those are the mistakes I fucking made. The worst, like I said, the worst thing with my debt. You know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out, I'm sure, but... Uh, that would be one hell of a stress. I'm sorry, I have no fucking gray hair in my hair. <laughs> no gray hair in a goatee. No salt patch. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough one. It's been a rough year for all of this, but... I'm going to keep trucking along. Have you guys come along the journey. Uh, I don't know when Up Past midnight's going to do its thing again. I'm, I can't wait to do another one with Del, but it is what it is. If we come back, we come back. If we don't, hey. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, thank you for indulging me on this long trip. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for everything. And uh, keep it an open mind. Have a good one. I'll see you guys in the next one.